Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Greg Detmeyer. Jenny J. Hill Hillebrand, she's sitting over there. Jenny, quit checking your email. It's time to podcast. Let's go here. It's kind of hard not to want to catch up. I've been out, I've been without email, phone since 12.15 today. No, no distractions. I mean, you probably got a lot of stuff done. I did. That That is true. But No one checking in on you. No one interrupting you. Yeah, but you, you probably just, got a good nap. N- no, but you just asked me about the meeting for tomorrow and I had no idea what you were talking about. So I guess actually, I'm not showing up at the meeting. Actually, I don't think you were on the invite. Oh, I was like, let's great. set the meeting up without Jenny. <laughs> don't don't include her. Greg, why'd you tell her? That's all right. You solved the world's problems without me. Hey, Perfect. we're babbling on. So this is the Instructional Coaching Corner, <laughs> the podcast. Jenny, it sounds like you've had a great tech-free afternoon. Yeah. How about you? You you sound a little uh a little stuffy. stuffy. This is the cold version of the ICC podcast with additional sniffs and uh, Kleenex blows sprinkled in throughout the show just for listener <laughs> pleasure or <laughs> disgust, either one. Jenny, have you ever been to a swamp? I have not. No? Have you? I have not. Um I would imagine it's wet and there's stuff growing everywhere and kind of gross and critters floating around and hanging out. One of those critters might be a frog. I like frogs. Frogs are frogs are good. Tell me why we're talking about frogs, Jenny. That is a great question. So on our last podcast, we had Rick Culpitz, the superintendent of Western Dubuque Schools, joining us. And he shared with our listeners about the happiness advantage orange frog training that the district has been um, implementing and gave us some insight to as to why we were doing the orange frog training and just about how to bring happiness into the workplace and how it can have a positive effect on work and home and this is like a spoiler it can have a positive impact and i think we're starting to see some of that with uh, the buildings that have been trained I agree. One of the things Mr. Culpitz talked about, other than that Diet Pepsi machine that he got in, (laughs) or the Diet Mountain Dew machine, was a parable that goes along with the happiness advantage called the orange frog. So if you pick up the happiness advantage book, to my knowledge, it doesn't mention anything about an orange frog. It has an orange cover, but as far as like an orange frog being in there, I don't think the orange frog's there. However, the principles of that book are put into a parable using frogs and ponds. And I came up with swamp because swamp's kind of like a pond. Yeah, and, and one of the ponds is a swamp, is right? A, well, kind of described it's, it's described as a, as a swamp, so yeah. So you get to start. Let's explain this parable a little bit because in the coming podcast about the happiness advantage principles, it's going to be helpful for us as well as anyone listening, to have that same vocabulary about the swamp. Because we might refer to a plop or a misty or a spark, and if people haven't, if people don't know about the parable, they're like, what are these guys talking yeah, about? They're say, jumping you're get, all you're over getting the place. way ahead of yourself here. Yeah. I know, but I just want to let people know why we're talking yeah. about a swamp. So the orange frog parable is something that we were required to read before attending the orange frog training and in the in the parable there are four frogs that are kind of the main characters of the the parable and the first one is bull bull 
is a really hard worker. He never stops working. He's so focused on what needs to be done, what needs to be completed, that he never has time to rest. He never has time to sit back and relax. He's just a real go-getter. Yeah, Bull's like, he's just picking stuff up, putting it back down. Someone's like, Bull, why'd you? I don't know. Yeah. He's, but he's doing stuff. All the he's time. He's a hard worker. Hard worker. Getting the job done. And then there's Misty. So Misty is kind of like that... Oh, you know what? I'll get my work done when I have time. But she's kind of more on the party side. She kind of likes to party it up, maybe relax a little bit more, and believes that, you know, work will get done when it gets done. I picture Misty with, like, a iPhone with her earbuds in and, like, notifications going off, like, hey, this party's coming yeah. up. The hey, little umbrella drink here. in her hand. Yeah, just, like, no worries. <laughs> I'm sitting here chilling out. Nothing to do. Life is good there in my go. perspective. Yep. And then the third frog is a plop. And the name kind of says it all with that one. Uh, the plops are the ones who think that there is no hope for anything. If I put all this time into my work, it doesn't matter anyways. And who needs to party? Because then, you know, just very negative. Always, always looks on the... On, not not on the bright side of things. Looks kind of on the negative side of things. Have you seen trolls? I have not. You've not seen trolls? There is a troll in there. I don't know his name. I was hoping you were, you were supposed to know that this is going to be a very bad segment. My, my kids watched Kid. it, but I didn't get there. Where he was like that, he was just all doom and gloom, and everyone else is like happy, and he's just like, why are you guys being happy? You should be preparing, and blah, blah, blah. And just like, this guy was like, no happiness, no anything he was just all like rainy day kind of like eeyore from uh the oh, wizard of the, the, winnie, the wizard of oz wow you need to go back and watch your movie the winnie the winnie pooh. the pooh yes yes yeah so definitely plops are more debbie downers let's say all right and then the last frog is spark and there's something special about about spark and i let me let me go back just a minute bull misty and plop are all what color greg Green. They are green. They're like a normal color frog. They are, but Spark is a little bit different. Spark is actually born orange. Completely orange? Completely orange. Okay. And interesting. All of the other frogs are scared. Time out. Time out. Okay. Yep. These are like pond frogs. Spark is not like a poison dark frog. Dark frog. (laughs) We're like, because some frogs might be like those exotic colors. These are like Iowa farm pond frogs <laughs> where it's like they come in one color standard green so having an orange one is like something's different with this guy all right you can yeah. continue are you sure yeah okay so spark is orange and spark is just kind of a little bit different than everybody spark always is willing to help out loves working hard but yet knows that it's very important for him to you know take time to relax and doesn't let things bother him. So don't you think that's a good description of Spark? I would say that's a good description of Spark. He almost like takes all the good qualities from the other three frogs without their downside. Absolutely. Like he he might show up to some of Misty's parties, but he's not going to go to all of them because he's got other stuff to do in life other than just live it up. He knows he likes to work hard, but he knows why he's working hard. Yep, and and he takes time to take care of himself too. That he he doesn't work himself so hard that he yeah. can't go on. He and, has and a good plop, balance. Plop probably likes to rest a lot, 
and, and Spark knows that rest is important to all the other things he does in life. Right. So as as you as we read the parable, you started to think, huh, am I a bull? Am I a misty? Am I a plop or am I a spark? So that was the first thing that I loved about the parable because it started to make me think, all right, what frog would I be? If I had to describe myself, which one would I be? So think about that as you're listening to the rest of the, the parable. Think about which how you would describe yourself. And if you really want to know what kind of frog you are, ask your spouse. <laughs> might give you a better answer because oh. you might be a little light, easy on yourself. I have a feeling there's a story behind that we might have to share. There's sometime. no story. I'm just no? saying like, all right. I think Jason would be able to pinpoint better what you are, Jenny, than maybe you could. <laughs> I'll ask him and I'll get back to you. All I'll right. let you know what he says. All right. So these four frogs are forced to go to Pond 4. So before we tell you about Pond 4, we're going to go what through the... What are the other ponds? We're going to go through the first three ponds. They're the, the first three. Frog real estate right here. Is Pond 1. Cream of the crop, greatest pond... Most of the bulls live in Pond 1. The really, really hard workers. They make the pond beautiful. They got it's, nice stuff. Yep. So Pond 1 is pretty nice. Everybody kind of wants to live on Pond 1. Up on the hill. Up on the hill. Pond 2 is the party pond. The, the, the people who may not work as hard, they definitely have lots of times to sit back and relax and just kind of put their feet up a lot. Drink umbrellas. Umbrella, yeah, umbrella drinks, absolutely. Probably hanging out in uh, Pond 2. Absolutely. So Pond 3 is the cheapest on the island, the cheapest pond in the area, and they just become economically depressed. Like most of the frogs that live on Pond 3 are very depressed, so the plops live there. They don't work very hard, they don't work long, and... They're just kind of always depressed. And if they had a house, there'd still be like Christmas decorations up on it in July. <laughs> They'd have like their pumpkins from Halloween out sitting on their porch all year. Not a good place. Just like the place looks run down. Yep. Yep. So now we come to uh, Pond 4. Pond 4. Pond 4 is the prettiest pond. It's beautiful there. Better than Pond 1? Kind of, Why yeah. don't they just all go to Pond 4? Funny you should ask that. That's what I'd be doing. They actually don't want... It's uninhabited at this point because that's where the herons live. And do you know what herons like to eat? My guess is green frogs. You are correct. So all of the ponds... So in the parable, we find out that all the frogs... Or all the ponds have too many frogs living there. And there are some that are forced to go to pond four. Overpopulation. We got to find a new place for you people. Good luck with the herons that's right so it's a little unnerving they're nervous because they have to go to a new place and the four frog four of the frogs that were chosen to go to pond four are of course bull misty plop and spark so the four frogs get to pond four and it quickly is apparent that spark is kind of special spark starts to catch all the flies and that makes Bull kind of, not angry, but confused because he, you know, is this hard worker. He's supposed to be the one that catches all the flies. And Spark, it just comes very easy to him. And so throughout the parable, we see that Spark just kind of 
takes over and starts to catch flies for people. Um, we see that Plop kind of removes himself from all of the frogs that are in Pond 4, thinking, oh my gosh, this the world's going to come to an end. We're all going to get eaten by herons we're all anyways. Gonna get, yep. I'm just going to go sit here. And, and wait for him to come. Front row seat to the end of my world. Yep. And Misty, Misty thought, well, we're here. Let's just let's just party it up. Let's we're, do it up. Umbrella drinks for all. <laughs> so throughout the parable, um, Spark starts to call on Misty to help him. He realizes that Plop hasn't eaten for days and he's starting to get worried about his friend. And so he asks Misty to deliver uh, flies to Plop. And first Misty is thinking, I'm, I'm not getting involved with you. You're, you're scary. You're orange. I don't, want to, I don't want anything to do with you. Yep. But Spark kept pushing and saying, you know what? Come help me out. We've got to help Plop out. He's going to die if he doesn't get, get flies. So help, help me out here. So Spark convinces Misty to go deliver flies to Plop. Plop eats the flies, still thinks the world's coming to an end. But something happens to Misty. Misty gets an orange spot. Ooh. I know, right? Something's starting to rub off. It is. So Misty felt so good about helping out that she got an orange spot. And she got nervous. She was like, oh, what's happening? This Probably is not... freaking out. Yeah. Thinking she's sick. Absolutely. Too many umbrella drinks. So she tried to hide. And Spark called her back and said, no, I need your help. I really, really need your help here. Let's, let's, you help me deliver all of the flies to the to the other frogs on the on the pond and so spark kind of came became the the catcher so he caught all the flies and then he would kind of disappear and then all the frogs would come out and they would have their chance to eat and the more misty helped spark and the better she felt about herself helping the more orange she became which seeing that that started to intrigue bull bull was thinking What's what's going on here? Why what, what's, Bull what's likes happening to do with work. this? He wants to. Yeah. He doesn't just want to sit there. Mm-hmm. And he kind of went to Spark and said, "How do you do it? How do you catch all these flies?" And Spark said, well, "I don't know. I just catch the flies." Fly strips. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a funny story about <laughs> fly strips sometime, but not <laughs> not right now. Um, so Spark encourages Bull. To relax a little bit. Don't be so high strung. Don't be so stressed about catching flies and being the best and working all the time. Like, give yourself a break. And Spark and Bull started working together. And the more Spark and Bull started working together, guess what happened to Bull? He started turning orange. He did. It was con- it was like orange was contagious. And pretty soon, it was amazing. All of the frogs kind of started to have... A strange feeling and that feeling was happiness and so at the end of the parable they talk about the deluge that comes and is going to wipe out the pond and spark begins to think why do we have to let the deluge come and wipe out our pond so they're busy working and they're going to start to build houses up in the trees and as they're working spark is on a lily pad and guess what happens he gets eaten by a heron no, but that's a great guess. The herons actually come, and all of the green frogs hide. And Spark is there face-to-face with these herons, just looking at his beady eyes, the beady eyes of the herons looking at Spark. And they fly away. 
they don't eat them. And all of the frogs come out and they're thinking, how did that just happen? So this whole time, the herons were going to eat the frogs. But it turns out, herons don't like orange frogs. Because they're poisonous. They look like a poison dart frog. They do. They do. They get back to work. The herons leave. And they get back to work. And suddenly, all of the frogs, as they're working together to save their pond and to make their pond the greatest, they all start turning orange. And they realize that they need to work together to save pond one, two, and three from the deluge that was coming as well. And so they all, there, were, there were frogs. I think this is where Plop actually went back to pond one, two, and three and said, you, you need to save yourselves. Come to pond four. We built our houses in the trees. And all of the frogs went to pond three. And they saved their pond. All of their houses were up in the trees. And after the deluge came through, they were able to work together to clean up the pond. That's awesome. So it was so contagious. Even Plop, when Plop showed up to those other ponds, they're like, something real special must be going on that you're out of your lazy boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think after reading the, the parable and realizing how working together and cooperating and being supportive of each other brings happiness to people. Um, and after reading the parable and kind of shifting here into, you know, what the happiness advantage is all about, is the question to ask yourself, does success bring happiness or does happiness bring success? And that's a great tease for what's coming next time on our next show. It is, isn't it? It is. Jenny, do you have anything to add about the orange frog parable? I don't think so. It was it was just a really great short read. I actually read it with my kids, and we talked about the importance of being a spark. And sometimes when my girls are getting grumpy or not wanting to do something, I'll say, are you being very orange right now, or are you being a plop? And, of course, my 12-year-old will roll her eyes at me and say, Mom, that's not funny. Duh, yeah. you're so uncool, Mom. <laughs> you're a loser. Yeah, I'm being orange. But think but think about the parable and think about the characters, Bull, Misty, Plop, and Spark, and think to yourself, who am I? Who do I really want to be? I agree. It would even be cool if people said, hey, I'm a bull, and here's why. Maybe you could share that via listener mail. I don't think we'd actually share who you are, but it'd be neat to hear, like, here's where I am and here's where I want to go, or mm-hmm. here's, like, my overall building. We're a bunch of bulls. Or we're a bunch of misties, or we're a bunch of plops. Maybe you're a bunch of sparks. We'd love to hear that. You can do that by going to our website, www.iccpodcast.com. On the website, you can also find our past shows and some mini cast. Greg actually put out a mini cast uh, not too long ago, so go ahead and check that out. You can also find us on Facebook. Twitter, Pinterest, or Instagram. We're all over the place on social media. As we leave, ask yourself, what one thing could I do tomorrow that will make me a better version of myself? Then wake up and do it, because greatness isn't achieved by one event, but instead a series of small, intentional steps. Go be awesome.